Hello, all you kings, queens, and those in between, and welcome to another mini-sode of the Busted Limes podcast. I'm your host, Paresh Maharaj, and on November 4th, 2021, we got our first look at what the gameplay will look like for one of my most anticipated games of any year from software's Elden Ring. Now, for those out of the loop, Elden Ring is from the developers of the guys who made Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro. You know, all those hard games that people are very divisive about, to say the least. But I'm not here to comment on that Discord. I've already made a whole mini-sode about that. So instead, I'm going to talk about the gameplay trailer that they released back on November 4th. So the trailer begins with a dragon fight, which... Right off the bat, that's going to get my attention and in a very major and positive way. And apart from the visceral satisfaction of seeing a dragon fight, it shows off a lot of the combat. Specifically, magic, the fact that you could fight mounted and on foot, and even defensive capabilities. Because the player or character at one time blocks an attack with his sword. And the fight is over in only a minute in the trailer, but I suspect that's because of editing. Because these fights look like they saw the f- dragon fights in Skyrim and said, hold my beer. Then as the trailer goes on, we meet Alexander, a little guy who's a pot. A pot who talks. <laughs> He's stuck in a hole and he asks you to hit him on the ass with a club in order to get him unstuck. And I really like this bit. It's good to see some humor in this bleak, bleak-sounding world. And it sounds like he's voiced by the same guy who voices Sigurd in Dark Souls 3. So hes I anticipate he's going to be the lovable, bumbling character that we, we sometimes get in these games. Then after that, we're treated to a nice view from Cliffside, but one thing I want to talk about in this scene here is not so much the view, although it is a gorgeous view, but the clothes that the player character are wearing, it's, they just look amazing, and I want them. Additionally, they show off the beacon system and markers, which I'm glad because any open world game needs beacons and markers if you ask me and one thing that I, that I did love that they pointed out is that you need to actually find map fragments in order to unlock different areas of the world which I am so glad that that's a thing because one thing that you need to encourage in open world games is exploration and what better way to encourage exploration than in true from software fashion you actually need to go out and play the game and explore and i love it and then from there we get a combat demo and the the combat looks fine pretty standard from software fair the stealth is good enemies seemed like pushovers in this part but i think these are just early game enemies and that i have confidence that they get tougher though in the later game Although I will say this, there's this one part where the player character summons spirits, and I counted. The player character summons five minions to fight alongside him, and that just looks broken. And just, yeah, it's it's not going to be how I play the game. I'm just going to say that right now. 
Although, I will say this, though, that it was really cool to see the player character jump and attack in midair like in Sekiro. I was really happy to see that. I also noticed that the player characters are voiced during emotes. I'm not really sure if that means that the player character will be will have fully voiced dialogue and cutscenes or whatever. But, well, however it goes, I'll don't really need the player character to be voiced because Bloodborne was a science protagonist and it's a masterpiece. And also one thing I noticed is um, not really clear how difficult this is going to be because throughout the entire trailer there's no magic meters and there's no health meters so we couldn't really can't really gauge how much fall damage you take or can't really gauge how much damage you take from enemy attacks and speaking of enemy attacks we get a glimpse of a boss fight and the player character takes a couple hits they block a couple hits and but again without seeing the st stamina or uh vitality meter we can't really gauge the difficulty although the vibes that i got from the boss that they showed off was like gyobu from sekiro except he's wearing the some kind of bone armor which i guess he's he fashioned from dragons or something i'm not really sure but he, he just looks cool he looks cool and next in the trailer we see catacombs and dungeons and i just want to take this opportunity to point out that there is a, I don't know if it's a player character or like a ghost that you could summon, or player ghost like how you could do in previous games, but I swear it points the player character into the right direction by dabbing. Make of that what you will. And another thing that the trailer did that I like is that it reveals, does a face reveal for Melina, who's going to be, seems like she's going to be serving the doll or firekeeper role for this game i.e the the npc who's going to be leveling you up and maybe expositing most of the lore if you talk to her enough times really curious what happened to her eye too it's it doesn't seem like it's burned or anything but it's closed and it has a tattoo over it it's gonna be weird and then the rest of the the trailer takes place at stormvale castle and this is where we run into what is probably another staple of the Hood Tire Souls franchise. It, our good old friend Patches. At least I think it's Patches. He's the, oh, that bald little trickster who just <laughs> can't help himself and but screw the player over. Although, in this instance, not trusting him proves to be foolish. Because if you don't, he tells the player character not to take the front gate. And if you do take the front gate, you're going to have a bad time. Which forces you to take an alternate route. And the combat on this alternate route was really interesting. It, The player character tanks a hit during a charged R... What I assume is an R2 attack. It's R2 in all the other games. But yeah, he doesn't stagger at all when he gets hit during that attack. Which I found interesting. That's not really something that happens. Ooh, and also another thing that I noticed is that sneak attacks from enemies, they are here to stay. I just love that you still have to keep your head on a swivel and check around corners before you take your next step. And then further into the castle, we encounter an NPC. He mentions that tarnished hunters, they're sacrificed for grafting. I have no idea what that means. I am eager to figure that out. And then, in the final area, we see our first true boss, Godric the Golden. The guy who, in the first reveal trailer, was the 
multi-armed dude who commanded the Neil. And again, I'm not fa- not a fan of the summons here because it just feels like it gives you an unfair edge. But again, un- can't really judge difficulty when you can't see the health meters. But the bright side is that the summons do seem like an optional easy mode and that's fine. Whoever could use it could go ahead and use it. I will not be using it. Um, the trailer ends with the player character getting snatched up by his literal dragon arm and getting roasted alive. As if From Software is saying, yeah, don't get too comfortable. You're still going to die a thousand times in this game. And yeah, that's where the trailer proper ends. From there, we get little pre-order packages like the collector's edition which contains a statue of millennia blade of michaela i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right but she is that is the name of the valkyrie that we saw in the early early teaser trailers so it's good now that valkyrie mommy has a name and overall um i am still excited for this game i will pick it up as soon as i can for PS4, I'm not sure if I will have a PS5 by that time. I highly doubt it. But, yeah. I am confident that this will still retain its difficulty with an optional easy mode. Like how previous uh, Dark Souls games have done. What I mean by optional easy mode is that I should say hidden easy mode. Which was like using the Saw Cleaver in Bloodborne. Or using the Sellsword Twin Blades in Dark Souls 3. Or... Taking Kuro's Charm in Sekiro, not a literal easy mode that you could pick from the main menu. And yeah, I look forward to From Software's foray into the open world, and here's too many deaths. <laughs>